Welcome back to another episode. This is a special episode. Indeed. Um, this episode comes out the day that we get married. No. Mm, it does. You're going to upload on a Saturday? I've been uploading on Saturdays. Boah! Surprise! Um, but yeah, no, this day. comes out the day that we are getting married. And I'm watching these cats right now because they're fixing to get in trouble. I'll throw my flippy floppy at one of y'all. They've been decent this entire time, but as soon as we go to film the last one, they're like, wee! But yeah, so we're getting married the day this comes out. I'm sure we're having a great time. Currently? Oh yeah, for sure. Gonna be, got my, my black belt karate guys getting ready for the fighting tournament. Yeah. In my kilt. It's going to be great. And I light up cake. Yep. The winner of the fighting tournament gets to marry Brittany. Yes. That's how we're going to do it. <clears throat> I'm pretty good at fighting. No, but it's <clears throat> so funny because my mother has insisted that uh, our wedding cake have some sort of light factor. So today when I met with the cake lady, uh, my mother went through all the details. And you know what? As long as it's going to look the way that I want it to look, I'm fine with it lighting up. I think it'd be cool. Whatever. Um, I just want my my pyrotechnics going off when I walk down the aisle. I'm sure they will. Good. <laughs> um, also, something exciting is the week after you see this, we will be on our honeymoon. And we will be vlogging our honeymoon. We're taking the gray ghost. Yeah, we're taking the gray ghost out for a full maiden voyage. Um, very exciting. Are you excited about that? <laughs> I have worked hard to get her roadworthy. Yes, Casey has literally busted ass to get it ready to be able to travel to where we're going. You all will be seeing lots of it, considering we're going to be filming in there and living in there. Yeah, we will be living in there while we're building our house. But, um... Yeah, so it'll be cool, a little extra piece of content where we'll be vlogging our honeymoon. It'll be really great. Um, it's where we got engaged. You guys will be so good this whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Anyways. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a pillow, guys. But um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I do want to talk about one thing. I'm going to vent for a minute. Um, our house has not been on the market long, okay? But I do want to talk about the annoyances that no one talks about when you're selling your house. It's the fact of, I'm afraid to live in my house right now because I don't want to make a mess. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because you have to literally clean up after yourself instantly. Because yeah, you feel very confined. Yes. You, don't, you can't really sprawl out, you know? Yeah, like I can't leave my pajama pants in the floor. They're in the floor right now because we didn't have any showings like we told her about, you know, certain days or whatever. But like, because any minute, because like we could be at work tomorrow and have a showing. So I would have to come get the littles and the house has to be ready. You know, it's, it's very restrictive. Oh Lord. Hey. They're going to get locked up in a second. But, um... Kitty jail. Kitty Straight jail. Straight to kitty jail. 
Like I said, they've been good the whole time, and then it's just like, oh, it's the last one. Turn up. They know. They knew what they the did. finale needed. I know. They they really did. Um. So yeah, that's kind of just like one of my pet peeves that I've noticed. Again, our house hasn't been on the market long, but it is something that. I have been feeling, and it's nice to know that you have kind of felt that as well. It's uh, just very... Yeah, that's why I, I thought about just staying in the camper in the driveway. But then the house has to be, like, lived in, too, you know? Yeah. It's been, it's very strange. If you've ever sold a house, I'm sure that you can relate if you were living in it at the time that you sold it. Because you, you want to keep it very picturesque. You want it to smell good. You want it to look good. And you can't really relax in your own house right now. That's kind of how I feel. That's why I spend most of my time in the bedroom, in the bed, watching TV. I mean, I've been recovering from my surgery, but, like, that's kind of why I've been in there, confining myself to, like, that one spot. That way I'm not undoing all of the hard work that we've done. <laughs> you have one cup of noodle boil over in the microwave, and you're in there with a rag cleaning it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's been a lot. But... I'm super excited about today's topic. Are you excited about today's topic? <laughs> Our cantering little floofs of darkness. Um, we're talking about the most superior cryptid to ever exist. The king of all cryptids. The, I mean, just badass of all cryptids. Nothing, Nessie, don't know you. Bigfoot beneath me. Jersey Devil, who is she? Like, the most amazing cryptid to ever exist. Tell the cryptid more. that... I am very passionate about this. I, I will. Here we go. The cryptid that has buns of steel. Literally. We touch them. Mm -hmm. um, this is true. The cryptid that kind of brought us together in a sense. I have the most fond memories of this cryptid because of us. Because of you. Um, we're going to talk about my best friend in the whole world. The King of Lamps. Oh, the, you know that he has a vast lamp collection. Uh, only the greatest of Subscribes lamps. to Lamp Weekly. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Mother Thuggin Mothman. Mm. Mothman. Um, I, you can ask Casey, I love Mothman. Love Mothman. Mothman is my favorite out of all the cryptids. She wants you to step back from that ledge, Mothman. I do, Mothman. Don't do it. Unless you're jumping into my arms. What if he just flutter? He's like this big and he's like... It's like the size <laughs> of a fairy. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I have been a fan of Mothman for such a long time. Um, one of my... I mean, it goes back when I was younger, but as far as us, we were camping. It was one of the first times that we were camping together. Mm -hmm. uh, I had my iPad, and I downloaded BuzzFeed Unsolved Seasons, mm -hmm. and we watched. We sat. It was raining, and we had went to town to get ice and stuff, and we picked up pizza because it was raining, and we drove back up into the mountains, and we sat and ate pizza and watched... BuzzFeed Unsolved, and we loved the Mothman video. And then, fast forward to, what, a year and a half later? Because we've been together three years. year and a half? Mm, Two? Yeah, we're a year and a half. 
Um, so, I think it's yeah. No, we no, were no. gonna take a vacation. We went to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to the Mothman Festival. Super cool place, uh, and that's where we got engaged. In front of the Mothman statue. I made her cry. <clears throat> Did make me cry. I was not expecting it. I'm not a very cry person when it comes she to this stuff. didn't question the fact that I literally had my hand over my left pocket the entire day. Mm-mm. Just had my thumb hooked in there, covering up a freaking square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so on our honeymoon, we are going to return to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And we are going to camp. And our camper, because there's a beautiful campground right outside of Point Pleasant. Beautiful, beautiful place. We love camping. We love Mothman. Why not? Nice people. Great prices. Yeah. uh, We have some amazing friends that we made from our time at the Mothman Festival. And we're going to vlog it for you guys. um, Which is going to be so exciting. And it's going to be so fun. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. You all get us for a full week. A I full hope you're week. ready. Yeah. It's going to be like a 40-minute vlog or something, I'm sure. Or it might be a two-parter. I don't know. Because we're going to do the Mothman Museum. We're going to do the TNT Bunkers. We're going to do kind of... We're going to check out... There's all kinds of little specialty shops. We're bringing the shit stompers to walk further than anyone who normally goes there because they didn't bring shit stompers. Yeah. We're, we're going to just... We're going to go all in. Uh, and celebrate so yeah so that's what this episode is about is mothman i have written out this beautiful thing about mothman um i was gonna make this actually one of my last blog posts on the paranormal blog but i shut it down beforehand because i was ready to do the podcast um we are very familiar with the mothman but we're gonna do the same thing that we did on all of our others is I'm going to read this and then we're going to kind of talk about it and give our thoughts on everything. So I'm going to dive in. So get ready to talk about the greatest cryptid to ever exist. If you're new here, there is one cryptid that we hold dear to our hearts in this house. He is beautiful, graceful being who probably has an avid lamp collection. If you go visit the statue in his honor, he also has the best ass on the entire planet. He is none other than Mothman. I thought that was a good solid opening. It's a good solid opening, but I will say a close second is the Lego Chewbacca in Florida. That donk. Okay, yeah. That's a second, but Mothman's is number one. When I was younger, before I really knew what a cryptid was, I saw a movie called The Mothman Prophecies. Was I too young to see this movie? I definitely was. It was loosely based on the 1975 book by the same name by the writer John Keel. I later was able to get my hands on a copy of this book, and like most books turned movie, the book is better. Go read the book. It was interesting, a little unnerving, but as I grew older, I read more into the legend of Mothman, and frankly, it is one cryptid that I would love to experience in real life. So let's go back to the beginning of this epic creature's origin, November 15th, 1966, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallette, 
told police they saw a large creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings, following their car as they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Now, during the next few days, other people also reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed as a shite poke. That whole damn shit poke. Let's all, let's all get that out of our system because when I was writing that, I was like, what? Shite poke. Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at the creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German Shepherd dog on the creature. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sand Hill Crane. A large American crane, almost as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan, featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognizable at first because it was not native to the region. Now, I do want to talk about, for a second, the two young couples. Because, I mean, it could have very well been a crane. I love Mothman to death, but I also have to be practical in this sense, but they supposedly went back to the site that they saw it and saw it again. And they were taken off and they said that it was flying over their car, it was trying to attack their vehicle. Um, and so they went down to the police station and they separated them in different rooms and they all gave the exact same story down to the nitty gritty detail. Now, to me, that kind of speaks volumes in the sense of they were able to cooperate the same thing. If you are making this up, even if it's rehearsed, when you're in questioning for hours, someone's going to choke somewhere. That's just how it is, unless it's something that these people actually believe that they saw. So, I thought that was very interesting. So, following the December 15th, 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people, the incident gave rise to the legend and connected Mothman sightings with the bridge's collapse. According to a Georgian newspaper, um, Savadnya Gruznya, a Russian ufologist, claimed that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. So apparently Mothman's been to Russia. But now they were saying that there were sightings um, before the collapse of the Silver Bridge and that apparently there was, someone said they saw him sitting on the bridge like a day before the collapse or <laughs> something like that. That might have just caused the whole thing it to go. It might have. It Bones may have. of still. But there are some claims that people, witnesses saw him on the bridge and then, so they kind of started to attribute him as a bad omen, so to speak. What if he's in just using his mothmobile, just cruising up the bridge? And they're what like, we saw was. him on the bridge. And he's like, he's hey there. Guys. <laughs> um, we're going to take a break really quick. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about folklorist Jan Harold um, and go over that. And then we will continue talking about Mothman. Welcome back. Um, so I'm going to talk about folklorist Jan Harold. Brunvand. 
notes that Mothman has been widely covered in popular press, some claiming sightings connected with UFOs and others claiming that military storage site was Mothman's home. There are rumors that he hides out in the bunkers uh, because some of the bunkers you can't get to today, so he could be in one of those. Brunvand notes that recountings of the 1966-67 Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw Mothman with many more afraid to report their sightings but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books or sensationalized or undocumented accounts that failed to quote the identifiable persons. Uh, I'm going to interject right here. The whole more than 100 people, 100 sightings, that's actually quite a large amount considering, I mean, this is a town with a population of probably somewhere around like 3,000. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's pretty. They've had a, some substantial sightings. Yeah, it's a pretty good percentage. Yeah. Of the people. Yeah, they've had a very substantial, like, claims to have seen this creature. Brunthand found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales, suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven with existing folklore. He also records incidental tales incidental tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Such as the big thing in 66 with the teenagers, the two couples. Guys. Really? Anyways. (laughs) According to University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo, 55 Sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017, published on the website of self-described 14 researcher Lon Stickler, are a selective sample. Gallo explains that he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that have voluntarily come forward to report a sighting. According to Gallo, people more than likely... To visit paranormal-centric websites like Stickler's might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of a Mothman. Some pseudoscience adherents, such as ufologists, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists, claim that Mothman was an alien, a supernatural manifestation, or a previously unknown species of animal. In 1975, um, Kill claimed in his book, that the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, including premonitions of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, UFO sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomena. So, like, Point Pleasant is kind of a happening place when it comes to paranormal things. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people that think that maybe Mothman could be interdimensional. There are some people that think he is an alien because of the UFO sightings. There are some people think that he is a cryptid. There are some people think that um, he's a supernatural being, like a manifestation. Um, And then some people think that he's a freaking crane and we're all just hyping it up. Well, let's not forget about the government experiment, which is my favorite one. Yeah. Some people believe that he was a super soldier that was experimented on and the TNT uh, in the munitions place. Yeah. Yeah, so 
there's a lot of speculation on what he could be. Do I think he's real? Yeah. Why not? I had a, when I was a truck driver, my trainer had a friend, I know, classic, a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, named Peter, who told, he was telling us the story, because you know, he's a truck driver too, he was telling us the story that when he was driving through West Virginia, he had, when he approached coming up on a road sign, there was a large something perched on the like the overhead road signs, you know, mm-hmm. where it says like what interstate you're on and all that. Mm-hmm. And he said it chased his truck. And that was like three years ago. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I used to have his number in my phone. That's really cool. I mean, people still see sightings today. There are some, I say photos, but they're definitely photoshopped. Um, yeah. When we went to the Bigfoot Festival, we went out and checked out the TNT bunkers. Super cool. Cannot wait to show you guys. Um, Also the craziest acoustics you've ever heard. Yeah, it's so wicked. They're so cool. But, um, and what's that? There was a guy there and he was getting out sound equipment. Was it Bigfoot equipment or was it Mothman? Well, I mean, he was getting out Bigfoot equipment, which I'm sure is what... What yeah, was there, was but so, I mean, you could use yeah. the same equipment too. Yeah, it was it was such a cool time. We did not get to go to the Mothman Festival this year, sadly. We are going to go next year. I think we're going to try to make it like a yearly thing, just because it's so fun. Um, yeah, I don't have his number no more. But unfortunate. And I think it's interesting that um, people are saying that Men in Black have made appearances in West Virginia. I love Will Smith. Um, I think the whole, I want to do an episode on the men in black and like theories as to what they are, who they are, what they're up to, what they're trying to cover. I think that's really cool. It's a cool conspiracy theory. Um, but Point Pleasant has, um, an annual Mothman festival. It started in 2002, so it's fairly recent. It's only 20 years old. The Mothman festival began after brainstorming creative ways for people to visit Point Pleasant. So they were looking to help drive in and I think they've done it fantastic as far and smart as far as it goes with the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Using things that like in their community um, to bring people in and educate people on it and just have a good time. The group organizing the event chose Mothman to be the center of the festival due to his uniqueness and a way to celebrate its local legacy in the town. Fantastic. According to the event organizer, Jeff Wamsley, the average attendance for the Mothman Festival is estimated 10 to 12,000 people per year. A 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the creature created by artist and sculptor Bob Roach was unveiled in 2003. Bob Bob knows how to make the cake, if you know what I mean. My guy. Bob, beautiful work. Beautiful work. The Mothman Museum and Research Center opened in 2005. Such a cool little spot. It's such a cool spot. Because you've got artifacts from the movie. Um, You've got... Original newspaper clippings. Yes. It's so... We'll show you guys in our vlog. But it's so cool. Stop touching the table. (laughs) I was mopping up the water with my... But it it is uh, 
but it's so cool and it's so cute. It reminds me of um, Metropolis, Illinois. Have you ever been up there to the Superman town? We will go one time. I went when I was in college and they have a little Superman museum and it's, it's so similar. It's uncanny, like the way they're set up because it's like a mom and pop museum. It's so cool. Um, the festival is held on the third weekend of every September, hosting guest speakers, vendors, pancaking contests, hayride tours. Oh, man, I wish I had known the pancaking um, contest. I would have won. Well, we went... That's right. I challenge you, Point Pleasant. We went in 2021, and they were... They still, weren't, been, they still weren't having the festival. It at had full. been canceled. Yeah. But, but we went anyway. There's the diehards who still showed up, and yes. that was our first one. We sure as heck weren't missing it. Yeah. Um, and the hayride tours. I would love, if they do hayride tours next year, I would love to do that. That would be really fun. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we love Mothman. Hmm. Point Pleasant has a very special place in my heart. It is a place that we will be visiting many Forever. a time. Forever. Many a, many a place. Especially that one. Like, I'm telling you, we're staying a full week for $175. A full hookup can't beat it. Yeah, really. And, like, I, West Virginia is so beautiful. It really is. It's such a beautiful state. Mountain mama. Yeah. Take me home. Exactly. But I'm so excited for you guys to experience our honeymoon with us. It's going to be so fun. Um, I'll have to get probably a couple extra things for the camera <laughs> just to make sure that we have everything we need, but it's going to be really cool. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Do you have any final thoughts on Mothman? If you're out there watching, bring us that cake. Yeah, if you're out there, Mothman, and you're tuning into this for whatever reason, this one's for you. <laughs> um, I just think it's a super cool cryptid. I think the the idea of what he looks like is very interesting. I think that... Um, also, if you're just looking for like a fun vacation spot, Point Pleasant is fantastic. And, and right near Yeah, I was going to say, right near it is Ripley. Yes. And... Ripley, from my understanding, has the largest 4th of July celebration per capita in the U.S. Yeah. Like, they go all uh, out. Yeah, so... And I'm excited to see downtown Ripley. We'll have to go to downtown Ripley. Oh, we're going to be visiting them both. Because... Oh, the train. Hold for train for just a minute. While the horn gets by. I'm not going to miss this. I'll put a train horn in the truck just for you, babe. Anyways, um, I'm excited to see Ripley for Halloween. Because it reminds me of, like, hi, baby. Come here. You want to come here? Ripley reminds me of, like, those cute little quaint town squares. Like, uh, it, it definitely was fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and Point Pleasant is very historic. It's very beautiful. Oh, the Binks. Say hi, everybody. She said, I see. Um, I'm going to sit here. Yeah, she wants to sit on my computer. Anything that mom needs, she likes to sit on. But, um... But, yeah, it's just a beautiful place. And there's a lot of history there. So, if you're a history buff... Um, 
they have tons of like old school colonial buildings. You can see the bridge. A lot of fantastic, like not just Mothman. Like there's shops with other cryptid based things. It's a very cryptid oriented place. And even even so, though they have the whole egg. <laughs> the whole egg. Even so, though they also have. Um, amazing just like artists in general and the antique stores there they have a lot of antique stores which we love antiquing um a really cool salt and pepper grinder yeah so we're just a walking billboard at this moment in time for visiting west virginia they're not sponsoring us west virginia please sponsor us but (laughs) john denver (laughs) sponsored by john denver but yeah so keep an eye out um I've enjoyed this episode. Have you? I did. I enjoyed it. was fun. Yeah. I love talking about the Mothman. Um, I could talk about him for hours. Maybe if y'all help me convince her, she can do some road shots on the drive up. Yeah. If I'm not asleep. I like to take naps in the car. But no. Uh, yeah. We'll do some road shots and everything. We'll do... It might, it might be like a two-part vlog because we'll be there for so long. Maybe even three. Yeah, it just depends on how much content. But I'm excited to go. I'm excited for our wedding. I'm sure that we're having a wonderful time. I made it in life. I went from the bottom of the alphabet to the top. Um, Started from the bottom, now she's here. I know, I get to... Yeah, I'm like first in line for alphabetical things now, sort of. Um, So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for putting up with us this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, Give us a like and subscribe. Give us a listen on Anchor. We're still trying to get to 50 listeners. When we get to 50 listeners, uh, I'm going to do a giveaway. All that good stuff. I'm working on my sign language. I apologize. Okay. Binks, is there anything that you want to say? You want to say anything? She do a heck and sniff. She do a heck and sniff. She's just... I'll see if I can lift her up and eat. Oh, she's uh, already made an appearance. Oh, she's... Oh, no. Too much, no. Mom. Oh, too much. They're hungry. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Get your asshole out of my face. Oh, she's oh, back she's again. back. Okay, come on, honey. She said you said what? They're, they're hungry. It's their dinner time. But thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you guys for the next one. Say bye. Bye. Baby, I, I just did. She did a heck of a mate. <laughs> did a heck of a mate. <laughs>